right. You're listening to the Play Like a Girl podcast, episode number 12. You play ball like a girl. I'm Nikki B with Play Like a Girl, made just for female athletes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Play Like a Girl podcast. I'm your host, Nikki B. Here at Play Like a Girl, we aim to encourage more confidence in young women who play sports and give them the necessary tools and advice to have an amazing career in sports and beyond. If you are a young woman who plays sports and lives an active lifestyle, or you know one of these young women, I am so excited you are here. Each week, we'll either bring you a guest in the sports world or have a roundtable discussion of the many taboo and important topics in the world of female sports. Are you with me? Let's change the game. All right, five listeners. So today I'm actually live at the Dermvita Integrative Skincare Wellness Fair from the Sheraton Grand Sacramento. And if you're listening to this on some sort of podcast platform, it'll be a replay, but we are currently live on Instagram and this is going to be so much fun. It's filled with makeup consultations, DIY stations to make your own masks, skin and wellness products galore, and guest speakers. Today I'm joined by one of the speakers, Kira Barr, who is a dual board certified MD, author, speaker, and skin health and wellness expert. So thank you so much for joining me, Kira. Uh, it's my pleasure. This is going to be super fun. Yes, I'm <laughs> so excited to talk about uh, to talk with you today because I am super passionate about skincare. I didn't really get into it until recently. I've just tried to like to educate myself. So I'm so excited we're talking about this because I think if these young girls like take action now, I mean they're just going to have amazing skin and overall health, you know, for years to come. Absolutely. So, okay, let's get into it. So talk to us. Who is Dr. Kira Barr? How did you get into what you're doing today? What's your sports background? Tell us about you. Yeah. So, um, like you said, I'm um, dual board uh, dermatologist. So I study skin on the surface and um, below it on the cellular level. And so I, connecting the dots going backwards, how I got into it, um, I was made fun of actually uh, for what was on my skin. I was born with two birthmarks, one on each side of my face. And uh, I'll never forget, kid walks yeah. up to me on the playground and says, you know, what's on your face? Coffee stains? And uh it was devastating. Mm-hmm. It was devastating. And so I thought that if what was on my skin was displeasing, then I as a person had to be displeasing, right? So it was one of those incredibly soul-crushing experiences mm-hmm. as a kid. And I figured out very quickly that I could mask those marks by getting tan. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't until I became a dermatologist that I realized how dangerous that was right. and endured ton of some damage and uh, ultimately was diagnosed with skin cancer myself and that really set me on a completely new trajectory on how I view skin and I view health um, because as an allopathic you know traditionally trained doctor we really weren't taking the whole person into consideration and I realized that you need to take the whole person into consideration right. because your skin is um it really tells your life story and what shows up on it is an indication of what's happening beneath it. So that's what brings me here to this conference yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. I mean, and what an incredible story. I know at the time, I'm sure it was like very damaging, very soul crushing, like you said, but it yeah. totally made you the person that you are today and, and got you to where you are today in this amazing career and to help others. I think that's, you know, a very important message. And, um, for our listeners, I think that 
that's a message in itself, you know, like the things that you go through as a kid, like don't let it get you down. Use it um, as a strength. Exactly. That's the fuel to like get you going. Yeah. yeah. And help other people. That's so awesome. Well, yeah. let's talk about your sports background. Cause yeah. we talked about that a little bit before coming on. Yeah. So I was an athlete all my life. So, um, as a kid growing up playing soccer and then my love became lacrosse in high school, I played a little bit in club, uh, club in college. And then, um, as an adult, parlayed that into running. I mean, I used to hate running. <laughs> it was a means to an end. And then mm -hmm. it became um, very a social activity. Um, I think that's what is amazing about sport is it really becomes uh, a support system. Right. Very social and um, became an ultra marathoner. So I did halves, uh, fulls, and then uh, ultras. But I, I, for those who are out there who do ultras, you know, that's amazing. But I realized that it... it it was not for me. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I got into running. It's funny too. I used to hate everything growing up. I was a golfer. So yeah. cardio was not my forte, but you know, kind of into college is when I started getting into it. And yeah, it's like totally an outlet that I love now. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, not my thing. I've done a couple halves. That's about all I will probably do. Yeah. Because <laughs> what I didn't realize is, um, the stress that, that endurance running puts on your body. And when your cortisol levels go so high, your other hormones suffer. Um, your, you know, your um, estrogen, your progesterone, your thyroid hormone, other things get out of balance. And what that looks like and how that shows up on your skin, um, lines and wrinkles, mm -hmm. cortisol is, um, causes, you know, contributes to breakdown of your collagen and your elastin. Um, it messes with your sleep. And, and when you, when your cortisol goes up, your melatonin is the hormone that you produce with sleep. And that goes down um, and it just causes a whole host of issues mm -hmm. yeah interesting wow yeah. it's crazy that the things we do really affect our that skin we, right and it just our overall health in general too totally, totally. wow okay interesting well before we dive into all that because i want to get into more of that later um so our listeners can really figure out steps that they can take to help that because you know they play sports they're really really of goals mm -hmm. um and so what they can maybe do to help it because they probably can't stop playing their sport but things Absolutely. that they can do instead to kind of help it um but i want to know from you so like why are you so passionate about one woman in sports and women in general and their health and yeah. why are you passionate about skincare yeah so um i think why i'm passionate about women in sports especially right now is i have a teenage daughter mm -hmm. and um i see the the challenges that she faces with social media and outside of school. Um, and then when she gets on, she played soccer and she also runs cross country. And um, the sense of camaraderie, the support, the sense of what she can accomplish with her own body. And what's been amazing and how we've worked together is to teach her how to fuel her body. Um, and love her body for what it can do, not what she feels like she's supposed to do or not meeting some metric. It's like, look at what you've been able to achieve. Yep. And this whole paradigm shift, I think as women, we are incredibly hard on ourselves. We feel like we're not hitting some benchmark, not meeting some expectation. But if you flip the script and say, oh my gosh, look at what I can do. Yes. Maybe I'm not the best, but look at, look at that I bettered myself. Um, and continue that. Yeah. So that's why right now I'm incredibly passionate about mm -hmm. it because I've seen, I was seeing some patterns and behaviors that I was 
concerned about. Right. Right. And not just with my daughter, but with her friends. Right. And I'm like, we got to change this conversation. Definitely. Oh my gosh. I love that you're doing that for them. It's so true. And I, it's easy for us because we've been through it. So to look back and, mm-hmm. and like that, that's why I'm, you know, doing the podcast because yeah. I really want to help girls, um, try to maybe avoid the problems that I went through and, just yeah. to give them the necessary tools they need to just, you know, be confident in themselves. I think that's such a big thing and, and take care of their bodies because you only have one body and you might as well love it. You might as well treat it right because like it's only one body and it's yours. Yeah. So right. I, I love that. That's absolutely amazing. So what is, because you talked about it a little bit, um, yeah. what's your best advice for our young female athletes? Because like I said, they are, you know, in the gym 24 seven, they're training 24 seven, they're practicing, playing sports 24 seven. And that's a lot of stress and toll on your body. So yes. what is some of the things that they can do to help alleviate maybe some of the problems that they have, whether it's on their skin or just overall health in yeah. general? So I think it's really important to understand that what shows up on your skin is an invitation to look into what's happening beneath it. So when you're not sleeping well, when you are stressed out, when you're not feeling um, to nourish it, to really love on it and nourish it, right? Um, that shows up. So that'll show up as um, dark circles under your eyes. It'll show up as breakouts. It'll show up as like your hair thinning or even hair loss. Right. So those are your body's, um, it's communicating with you. Those are the messages that it's sending you. So if you're noticing any of these things, um, your body's not trying to sabotage you. It's not trying to ruin your big event or your big date. It's really saying, hey, I need your attention. I need your help. So some of the biggest things are, my best advice is fueling your body for how you want to feel. Like, eat for how you want to feel. Mm-hmm. And I think um, in this day and age, you know, you want to perform your best. So, whole um, nutrient-dense foods. I know we're in an age of convenience, right? Like, meal prepping mm-hmm. and taking the time to um, really um, make an effort to make meals at home so right. that you are not like your blood sugar is not going up and down so that that'll help with your stress levels um i think that's one of the biggest things one of the biggest messages is really eat for how you want to feel so if you want to feel energized if you want to feel like you're going to kick some butt yes. on that field then you have to you know every time that you go to put something in your mouth like think about it it's not it's not food chain right it's really like i want to feel i want to feel awesome okay great what does that look like for you right what what does that what needs to go on your plate right yeah, I, I think that's such an important, and it's funny. So the high school um, softball girls that we interviewed a couple podcasts ago, um, they I asked them, like, their nutrition, and they were kind of like, oh, well, you know, nutrition wasn't a big um, thing for them. But yeah. I'm like, don't worry, it will be, and especially when they get into college. And I think mm-hmm. that's an important lesson for girls to understand. Like, you can eat, you know, kind of, bad, as we call them, bad foods every once in a while. But overall, I think it's so important, and especially as you're growing, when you're in high school or college, like, your body is still growing. So really to treat it well and to, like you said, eat those whole nutrient-dense foods, that is totally going to shape your overall health and, like you said, your stress, your sleep, um, your skin, like we are talking about. So, um, yeah, yeah. That's, a, yeah, that's awesome. And to your point, like, I think um, I'd really encourage, and I write about this in my book, like, to get good and bad out of your vocabulary, right? right? Let's not yes. put labels on it. Let's get yep. rid of the shame because, um, you know, uh, chocolate has really uh, – Good qualities and so the key is just to upgrade right. the choices that you make. You know, there are certain foods, especially in the environmental work group, like the Dirty Fifteen, the Clean Fifteen, like choosing organic when you can, right. reading your labels to doesn't have of like yes. pesticides and preservatives. Mm-hmm. So eat what you love, 
but eat the best version of it, the cleanest version that you can. Right. Like, you don't have to give up everything. Totally. And I think that's so important. Like, I just meant to enjoy it. Because if you are restrictive, guess what? That just jacks up your stress level. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I think, yeah, it's it's more like intuitive eating. What, like, totally. listen to what you need to eat. Yeah. So besides nutrition, what are some other things that our athletes can do for their skin and overall health? Yeah. So um, just uh, some quick things. Um, breathing. Yes. I think we, we underestimate the power of breathing. Yes. And breaths. Yep. I mean, the quickest way to reset, you know, most of the time we're in this fight or flight, we're like, we feel like we, you know, go, 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 yep. go. You just take some deep breaths, complete reset. Um, so that's things all um, getting good sleep, right? And having consistent um, time that you go to bed, time that you wake up. Yep. Um, but the other thing too, especially those athletes that play outdoor sports, is sun protection. I don't think, especially um, as young people, you know, we think we're invincible and we don't appreciate that um, that sun protection is so important because skin cancer is the most prevalent cancer in the United States. Yep. That one in five people will be diagnosed with skin cancer during their lifetime. Um, and I don't think most people appreciate that. So it's not just about sunscreen. And, you know, I say this again in my book, sunscreen can be um, a part of your everyday routine, like brushing your teeth, but it cannot be your only line of defense. So right. when you're, you know, out on the field, obviously you want to put on your sunscreen, you want to reapply it if you're out more than two hours, but wearing a hat, like that's where you're nourishing your body on all levels, eating a nutrient-dense diet, getting sleep, managing, you know, your stress as best as you can, because all of that will help build your resilience so that when you do go outdoors, able to fend off the damage that's being done by right. the UV. Yeah, I love that. I think it's very important. I remember when I was in high school, totally thought I was invincible, and now it's like sunscreen's the number one thing that I do before, because that's offer. Yeah, you know, so many bad sunburns and now that I'm older I really think about like oh like there have been people in my family who have skin cancer and yeah. like that can easily happen to me too so totally. definitely yeah I love that I think nutrition um, sun protection sleep and uh, yeah I think those are awesome things that the girls can do breathing yeah. too that's breathing a very, is big oh my gosh I mean re I mean before a big test like yes. before anything just you know give yourself and it doesn't take four to seven breaths it yes. doesn't it's not like and meditation like yep. whatever if you can't sit still and do it that's totally fine exercise is a form of meditation and that's what I love about sports yes. like just being in the moment <laughs> focusing on your form just right. being the best version of you you can like that's a form of meditation. You're Definitely. just being present. Definitely. I yeah. love that. Well, we have people are starting to walk in the room, so we'll wrap up a little bit. But I just want to know, any final thoughts from you? Uh, advice for high school and college female student athletes for just skincare, overall health. Any any final thoughts from you? Um, just, believe, like, honestly, don't play small. Yeah. You know, like, I think we were talking about, like, um, you know, what being, you know, playing like a girl means. And it, it, it means just showing up like we talk about our skin as being the largest organ and it's really how you're showing up in it like are you showing up as confident or are you showing up as this meek person like no all of you are you know meant to be confident like badass girls yes like, and, and you can just do it love that yeah i love that so much well thank you so much also, we didn't mention, but Kira has a book. It's The Skin Whisperer. Um, I can't wait to read this. I'm so excited. Um, and thank you so much for being with us oh, here today. My pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you. All right, everyone. Make sure to share this episode with a friend who you think will enjoy this podcast. 
I'd love to hear your feedback and thoughts on this episode, so head to iTunes to leave a review. You can also send any questions or topics you'd like us to cover by sending us a DM on Instagram at playlikeagirlmp. We want to know what you want to hear. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us at playlikeagirlmp so we know you're listening alongside us. Thank you so much for listening to episode 12 of Play Like a Girl. We hope you come back for more. Once again, I'm Nikki D, and remember to never stop playing like a girl. You play ball like a girl!